If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Do you live stream these when you do them on YouTube? Hey, shut it. We're going live. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me is always the guy of guys, the fan of fans, the expert of experts, the resident Eagles fan himself who hasn't seen his team play yet this weekend, Connor. Connor, welcome in. How was your weekend? Pretty good, since I haven't watched the Eagles yet with Jalen Hurts at the helm. Yeah, yeah, they they uh they came out and said that uh, no injury designation for him, so he's full to go tomorrow. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You see, not that there's no injury, but that there didn't like injury didn't come up. Uh oh, conspiracy theorist. Mm. Not I. <laughs> And joining us is always the voice of God, the Green Goblin himself, Diz. Diz, how's your weekend, buddy? I actually had a great weekend, uh, except gambling. So, I mean, I guess that's okay. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna lose anyways. So, might as well have a good weekend. Besides the fact, uh, but yeah, a lot of NFL games murdered me. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, but we're staying positive, and uh, we're testing negative. So, I'm feeling good. Wow. Really? Really? Oh, you're a terrible person. What are you talking about? We're testing negative? I'm testing negative. Yeah. That, that didn't have to be a shot at you. Looking back, I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. I just know you dominate the virus, so I didn't even remember you had it. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Shot straight through the heart. My bad. But... Anyways, uh, so Diz wanted to talk about the football games that took place uh, this weekend. So we already know Chiefs beat the Chargers. We don't really need to talk about that unless you guys want to. I think we probably touched it a little bit on Friday. I don't know if we did or not. Uh, Travis Kelsey got me 41 points, so thank you there, bud. We already talked about it, and I'm still kind of butthurt because I thought it was a great bet and it didn't hit for me. So oh, yeah. keep it moving. Okay. Uh, Colts beat the Patriots by 10 points. Perfect emotional hedge. I was happier than any of the money that I could have won off the game. So absolutely juiced up. Could not believe the Colts defense. And uh, I really just think the Colts are a quarterback away from being there. You, you know damn well uh, – that you can't win the Super Bowl without a quarterback, especially if we're not going to have home playoff games. Colts may be favored in the playoffs a couple games, and I think we need to really hammer the opposing side. That's me being a cautious fan, but that's also me realizing that if the Colts are ever coming from behind, we're in trouble. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I think, you know, it was good game plan by Frank Reich. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of surprised that Bill Belichick wasn't able to stop the run more than, you know, we kind of expected he would try to really lock down that run. 
I think they honestly, if you look at it, if you look at it besides the 60-yard run at the end of the game, they only allowed like four yards of carry, which is is above average from an offensive perspective, but that still means the offense is going to have to throw at some point. And honestly, when they made us throw, they thrived. And honestly, we broke away with that 70-yard run. If that run doesn't happen, they get a chance to come down and tie the game or win the game. So I can't, you can't really blame, blame Belichick's defensive game plan because they honestly did a okay job stopping the run. And it was more along the lines of heinous turnovers that the Patriots gave away. Uh, Colts defense, man. I think the Colts defense was the story. Diz, do you know how many times Carson Wentz actually threw a pass on Saturday? I think it was 12 and technically 11 because they gave him like the forward handoff as a pass. And so that's why I'm confused as to your point of saying that they didn't have to, uh, or they like held the Colts in check as far as running the ball. I mean, if, if they were held in check, you would think the Colts would have had to have passed the ball more than 12 times. Well, we did have to pass the ball and they, they benefited from it. I know 12 times isn't a lot, but if, we truly dominated. I mean, if you look at the Patriots last game against the Bills, Mac Jones literally threw the ball three times. That was like a dominating performance. And I get the weather was bad and all that. But I don't think up until that breakout run, we really dominated. I, you can say that we ran on them, but uh, I don't know. We had to pass towards the end. We saw Wentz throw a pick. I just I don't think it was a dominating run game until the end. That's what I'm saying. Until that breakout run. Okay. Um. So then we move on to the Sunday games, the games that happened yesterday. Bills over Panthers. Panthers are dead. There's real no, yeah. uh, nothing to talk How about. How is Cam that. Newton still employed? Because we've got the banner that says Cam is back still. <laughs> He's literally throwing balls into the ground. I don't know. Like, why is Gardner Minshew not a starting quarterback for someone? It truly blows my mind. Because if he starts with someone other than the Eagles, I will be severely pissed. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather him start for someone, though, instead of sit on your own bench? No. Because I know his talent, and I know <laughs> he would just flourish, and that it will be the biggest mistake that the Eagles organization could make within the past year up to getting rid of Doug Peterson. I want to see him play, damn it. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> Got a better view with the Eagles. And then the one that pr- pretty much ruined everything and shocked everyone. Lions over the Cardinals, 30-12. to 12. It took the Lions and the points. Jeez. I knew it was a lot of points. <clears throat> but no one saw the Lions winning by that many points. No one saw the Lions really winning when they won no. by that many points. I will just say I was all about your favorites down teaser. I know. But thankfully, I forgot to do it, or else I would have lost because of this game. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, was, this was the ultimate easy favorites in a parlay that just absolutely crush you. I was getting a little nervous about the Packers there, too. But, uh, yeah, good for, good for Lions fans, although maybe not good for Lions fans because now because of that tie, they're not going to get the first overall pick. So I don't know what that's about. I guess you want to see your team win, right? Depends how short-sighted you are. When the Colts, when the Colts were like 
0 and 14 or whatever it was, and they were sucking for luck. I wanted no no chance of them winning. Right. Well, I guess that that's kind of the difference, right? There's no there's no like number one guy this year. It's basically there's mm. there's a, there's some talent. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like a QB that like oh everyone's trying to tank for. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. So I kind of love, love it. Win, get your team hyped up, get some momentum going into the next season. Do they win one or two more this year, boys, or is that just me? I don't know what their schedule looks like. I can't. I don't want to comment on that without knowing their schedule. I don't either, to be honest with you. So uh, good call. <laughs> uh, Hold on, it's right here. Yeah. Oh, some winnable games. Falcons, Seahawks, and then Packers, of course. Falcons I think they got one more win. Easily Falcons. And you got to think, think Packers might already have the one seed in the NFC locked down, so they may bench guys. The Packers already won their division. Correct. Yeah. I already got the green check mark on that uh, parlay, futures parlay. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. All right, next one, Jets, Dolphins. Dolphins win, Jets cover. You called it, Patty. Did I? I did. You really called it. You said they're not, not going to win. Or maybe it was Connor. It was Connor. Connor okay. You said they're not going to win by – was Connor? My bad, Connor. I would, I, that's, I'm not trying to offend you by comparing you to Pat, but uh, it was a good, good projection nonetheless. I only had one miss out of that parlay for the one o'clock games. Which was? We're getting we there. haven't gotten to yeah. it yet. Yeah, let's snatch up the head now. Come on. Uh, next one, Cowboys, Giants. I mean, Giants are dead. Not, yeah. Nothing to note. Um, now, this is the one that Connor missed. Titans, Steelers. Steelers win and cover. What do we think about that first down mark, or I guess the the ball placement there on the fourth down at the end of the game? I mean, I've I've seen it happen a few times like that. I don't know what they're thinking usually. I didn't see it. How how long they take it? How long they take it to New York before they're like, "Hey, this is what we need to do." Do they even look at it again? I didn't see the actual game live. They did review it. Hmm. Pat, this is what I ask you now as a Colts fan. Would you rather have had the Steelers win this game or the Titans? Because if you think about it, there's a way the Colts can win the AFC South. They have to win out, which obviously is easier said than done, and you have at Arizona next week. But if you win out and the Titans go one and two, then the Colts would win the division. But obviously, the Titans play the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Texans. So there is a way, if you ride the Dolphins' momentum, you could see maybe one and two is possible, especially with how the Titans are hurt and they're struggling. Would you rather have the Titans win that game or the Steelers, Pat, where the Steelers are fighting for the wild card? I would think the Titans. You would? What? I don't understand... I don't understand what you're saying. Why would we not? You have have two ways to make the playoffs, right? You could either win the division or get a wild card. If Steelers win, then their chances of the wild card still exist and knock you down. 
Yeah, but it doesn't Granted, matter. there are three spots. Right, but we're going to... But the Steelers division is the one taking those spots. Yeah, but uh, those those teams play each other, so eventually those teams are going to get brought down. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to win the division. I'm just, I'm just saying as a, as a Colts fan, uh, yeah, but winning the division is obviously not something that we really control. We have to win out, and the Titans have to go one and two. I was just having this argument with Mike, honestly. I was like, he was rooting for the Titans, and I was rooting for the Steelers, and he made a good point of, like, unless we get super lucky, we're not going to win the division. We should honestly hope that the wild card team that we're competing against for the better playoff spot should lose. But I was still, I was still rooting for the Steelers because I still think there's a chance we can win the division. I just wanted your take on that. I can see either way. Again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, I don't like the Titans, so go go Colts. <laughs> and then this one, the barn burner of them all, the Texans Jaguars. I was uh, I was a little bit off on the uh, on that game on that call. Just, just, just I. I... I wish I would have thrown money on it somehow. I didn't, but I loved – I normally love an interim coach, but being favored by five points against another shit team that you've already lost to, I was – it seemed too good to be true, so I didn't bet it, but uh, that's one I wish I had back to bet on. Yeah. Bengals-Broncos, one of our best bets, came home for us. Yep. Absolutely. I'm worried about the Bengals. If, if the season ended today, the Colts would play the Bengals uh, in the first round of the playoffs, and uh, that's not a team I want to play. I know Burrow's been a little shaky, but uh, I think that's another physical team that uh, you don't really want to run into in the playoffs. But uh, I'm going to ride with the Bengals from a gambling perspective. They've done me mostly well so far. So Good win for the Bengals. Yeah. 49ers, Falcons. Falcons are dead. I'm really, I'm really nervous about the 49ers, to be honest. I'm glad they're not in the AFC uh, as a fan. But I think 49ers are really uh, gaining momentum. I think George Kittle's probably the best offensive asset in the league, maybe other than Cooper Cup from a weapon standpoint. And, uh, their ability to run the ball and Jimmy G not sucking ass anymore, I'm really concerned with the Niners. I think they could make a run. Um, that's what I got out of that. I think the Niners are getting hot. No one is giving Debo Samuel any respect. It's all, oh, George Kittle, Jimmy G, oh, this, that, or the other. Debo Samuel has been the one man that has changed this 49ers team. He, he runs the ball for them. He catches the ball for them. He pretty much does everything for them. And... I believe he's a top five fantasy receiver at this point in the season. And, like, the games when he was out is the games that the 49ers were losing. I, I just think that there's he's not getting the respect that he deserves. Yeah, especially because he can run for them. I know you're kind of shitting on me because I didn't bring him up, but he's definitely a beast. I'm just saying. And, uh, I was waiting for you no, to spring right. up Debo, and it never happened, so I have to give my man some respect. Yeah, you're right. I'll go fuck myself. I did not say that. 
I did not. Well, say it's like from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Packers, Ravens. Packers win. Ravens cover. Uh, my uh, my Ravens play to their competition, no matter who's in. Kind of that that same thing. It always comes back for us, guys. It always is right there. The Ravens are always in the game. I have two questions about this game that I want answers from both of you. Oh, is it like? A situation with the Ravens where they should just stop going for two. Do you agree with them going for two? Or is it like you didn't get the one a couple weeks ago when you went for two to win the game and Rodgers still has time to go down and get a field goal? Like, what are we doing kind of situation? Uh, And then is Tyler Huntley, like, actually good? So... I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and answer the first part of your question. I think it was the absolutely correct move to go for two there. Um, you have your backup quarterback in. Granted, he played great yesterday. You're going up against Aaron Rodgers. If you take that to overtime, all it takes is the coin toss and the game's over because Aaron Rodgers will go down and score. If you can but, win, go ahead, go ahead. If you can win that game outright in regulation then you have to try to take that chance against a team like the Packers when you are so beat up like the Ravens are. It, it, sure, there's a chance you win that coin toss in overtime and you go down and score on that first touchdown. But, I mean, I think you got to – I think that's a chance you have to take in that situation. If you have Lamar Jackson, if you have your full healthy defense, then sure, maybe you take it in overtime and you go for it. But in, in that situation, I think it's necessary to go for two to try to win that while you can. So my only counter to that is, correct me if I'm wrong, I wasn't watching this game, but I it seemed like I looked down at my phone to check the score and Green Bay had kind of ran away, and then the Ravens had a late push. I think the Ravens were stopping the pack. I think the Ravens had the momentum. Obviously, the Packers have a better offense. They have Aaron Rodgers. I understand your point 100%, but the momentum of the game, I think, was on the Ravens' side, and you have the best kicker in football, which is a huge asset in overtime, so... Uh, I think it could go either way. I would have, as a fan, wished they would have kicked the extra point, especially with the hangover of them not getting the two-point conversion a couple weeks ago with Lamar. So uh, that's where I'm at. Connor, where you at? Uh, I've got a side with the backup quarterback situation. I know the momentum was on their side, but maybe that's why they pushed for it, because they thought that this is our chance. We're on fire right now. We could get it. I... I kind of agree that they should have taken it there because how many times has Rodgers taken it to overtime? Yeah, true. And true. Even right. they even took it with the Bengals this year, didn't they? Yes, I, I that so. game was nuts. That was like the missed field goal after missed field goal after missed field goal. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what was All your right. other question, Hunley? Yeah, is Hunley good? I mean, he's got a pretty good stat line. He seems. He doesn't seem like he's got happy feet. He seems at least undercomposed, and he can run the ball a little bit. So my my thought process on him, I didn't watch the game. I don't know anything about it. But how often do we see a rookie quarterback or a quarterback that hasn't started too many games come in a game and then just dominate that first couple of games that they play in? I mean, we, we saw it with Jalen Hurts with the Eagles, right, Connor? He came in. He played amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of, like, when they come in, right? If they come Mm -hmm. in during the second half of a game because someone gets hurt or they come in for a full game, like, he wasn't expecting to play, but he came in and had to play. Usually you get, like, 
generally the offense sees some benefit because the defense doesn't have like his tendencies down. There's no film on him, yada, yada, yada. And so usually you see the advantage to the offensive player in that instance. But then, you know, as time progresses, you really get to see how good someone can do and how someone can react or play in the NFL when people have that film on them. So I'm not ready to say that Hunley's that guy yet. A lot of people are saying he's probably going to get paid in this offseason because the draft is so limited as far as quarterbacks go this year. So they're saying he might get a chance to start somewhere next year, but uh, I'm not ready to say that he's worthy of that just yet. I, I wouldn't be against giving him a shot, but uh, I'm not ready to pay him starting quarterback uh, money after just seeing one game against the Packers. He's got two more games for teams to figure him out. So if they're going to win and they need to put or have Lamar Jackson sit, it would be a perfect time to do so. Get your money's worth out of him. Because after that third game, you're going to find out if he can play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Those are great points. I would agree with you guys. Well, look at us go, guys. There's too much agreement. I don't know if I like it. There's too much <laughs> agreement. Uh, yeah. All right. And then you got the Saints and the Buccaneers. Woof. I told you guys earlier, I believe it was the Jags, Texans, or some other shitty game earlier on in the season where I was like, I'm going to take no touchdown scored at like plus 10,000 odds. And uh, if I could have done that last night, man, I'd be a rich man. <laughs> My only thought on this game is, is this, does this promote Jonathan Taylor being the MVP more than Jonathan Taylor's performance against the Pats because – it kind of shows that Brady needs his weapons. We saw Godwin go out. We saw Fournette go out. Is is Can Brady be the most valuable player if he gets shut out without his weapons against the Saints? That's my only thought. I just, I'm curious to your guys' points. I know I'm making this a Colts-Taylor podcast, and I apologize. But I think that was more of a boost for JT's MVP run than his own performance. You're making this a uh, tailor-made podcast, as some might call it? There you go. Got the name for the pod. Good job, Patty. <laughs> um, it's, it's very tough to see, right? Because with a quarterback, you have weapons and stuff around him. With a running back, it's a little bit different, right? The running back, I mean, it would help if the running back had wide receivers. It helps if the running back has an offensive line. But it's not too often that you get to see a running back perform with no wide receivers, no quarterback, no offensive line. Um, but I, I do think it does help uh, Jonathan Taylor's stock and hurts Tom Brady's stock, but not. I don't know if it's necessarily just because of Jonathan Taylor's performance as opposed to Tom Brady's lack of a performance last night. Gotcha. Who's this uh, Tom Brady character you guys speak of? Must be a garbage player. <laughs> Couldn't even get a touchdown against the Saints. Wow. Oh, gosh. Crash can. <laughs> we're we're going to need to clip that. That's going yeah. to go viral for us. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Let's hear it. All right. So I was watching the entirety of the Colts-Patriots game. Okay. Watching, uh, even as a non-Colts fan, watching Pittman get ejected was highly, highly upsetting. I didn't see it, so fill me in on what happened. 
You didn't see it? I was asleep by the time that Colts game started on Saturday. What? Fraud fan. Fraud fan. <laughs> He's a fraud fan. That's the biggest game of the year, Patty. Yeah. Didn't watch a single bit of it. So oh, my God. He was getting shoved by the uh, corner. I forget the corner's name. And then his helmet was getting taken off as he's being shoved. And he goes back and shoves the corner back and gets taken to the ground and his helmet removed off of him as everybody's piling on top. Now, there was a guy that showed up behind Pittman as he was shoving the corner who straight up was the one that laid him out just straight up from behind. Didn't even see him. I think he should have been ejected as well. You're attacking a guy from a point of view. He's not even looking. Makes you kind of kind of a bitch. Not gonna lie. But... <laughs> was Pittman? <laughs> they both both get ejected. My take on it. My take on it. Obviously, in the moment, I was really pissed. Pittman got ejected. He shouldn't have been ejected. But I'm more mad now that that Patriots corner isn't getting suspended. He literally rips the helmet off and then tackles Pittman to the ground and like hits him you can say it was inadvertent but like hits him with an elbow like Pittman got rocked once he got to the ground I think that is called for like a game or two suspension I cannot believe that they're he's the cornerback's getting away with that and maybe it could happen later down the line but I truly am shook that they got the same punishment I think that's something where you go after the game you're like okay maybe Pittman shouldn't have been ejected but now that we did eject him let's suspend the Patriots guy because that was heinous. I mean, he, he literally He must be in the Whiteland dead spot. But anyways. Yep. Uh, so, last thing I was going to say about that. Uh, oh, crap. Him getting cut off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Really just kind of Messed everything. Oh man! Oh, I was gonna say, it's a really good thing that Jonathan Taylor had that breakaway run because the Patriots were coming. Yeah, there was a huge momentum shift after those players got ejected and the Patriots started taking off. You guys would have lost that game if Jonathan Taylor did not have that run. Hmm. Well, and here's my ten cents on the whole thing. Like I said, I didn't see that, and I didn't even hear about that. But the, the thing that really grinds my gears, all right? Yeah. We're going back on this, is the whole offsetting penalties or the whole, like, double technical foul or whatever, right? So much crap. And this happened to IU on, uh, when was it? When did IU play? I think it was IU played That's Notre Dame Saturday, I think it was. I think it was Saturday, okay? Okay. Tra- Trace Jackson Davis, our best player, player of the year, he has the ball. He's going up for a dunk, and the Notre Dame guy literally grabbed his arm and like didn't let him go up for a dunk or a or a shot or whatever, and basically like pulled him down to the ground. What was it was it was a hard foul, like flagrant foul. Like that's fine, I understand that. You know, it, it happens, and he he went over to make sure he was okay and everything. Well, the IU players rushed over to him and one of the IU players like kind of pushed the guy that uh like did the foul like away from him like and it wasn't like a shove or anything he was just like you know pushing him out making sure his guy was okay or whatever they called a technical foul on IU's guy for that 
little push or shove or whatever, even though the Notre Dame guy basically like hung on the guy's arm and brought him down. And so instead of it being IU gets two free throws and the ball, they gave IU two free throws, they gave Notre Dame two free throws, and then gave Notre Dame the ball. Like, it's it's about, like, you know, backing up your team, right? And, like, all because this guy does a hard foul, all of a sudden this game swings in Notre Dame's favor because of a stupid technical foul they called because some guy started something. Or, like, in, in the NFL, right, if some guy comes and, like, lays out a quarterback and usually it's the second guy that gets called for the the foul or whatever. It's it's just stupid. They they need to they go to the booth or whatever. Review. They even reviewed it, too. They didn't originally call the technical foul on the IU guy. They reviewed the flagrant foul on the Notre Dame guy and came out of the review and said that the IU guy gets a technical foul. Absolutely insane. Tell you what, I, if you'd have been hanging... If you'd have been hanging on Trey Young's arm, he'd have been on his deathbed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty accurate. Thanks for that, Connor. <laughs> Pretty accurate. But did you see that, Dave? You, you, you saw yeah, me text you about that. Yeah, so I was actually driving. So I was listening. Who's listening? To, to, uh, 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 How many dead spots uh, are there in Indiana? That's the real the question. Game on, on the radio. Okay, listen to the game on the radio. And I heard it. And uh, Don Fisher, the IU uh, radio commentator, he definitely... Uh, made it seem I did not see it, but I was listening. Seems like uh, seems like you were spot on. Yeah, yeah, it it was absurd, but that just made me think of that whole Michael Pittman situation. Like how Michael Pittman ends up being the one that gets ejected when you know he wasn't the the party that involved or whatever. But oh well, it is what it is. Sports, right? Those darn sports. Those darn sports. Uh, update. So Connor is uh, his last football Friday pick is going on right now. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Do I want to hear? It? I mean, it's it's still seven zero. It's only seven zero still. Okay. So you're not you're not out of it just yet. But if you hit that, if you happen to hit that. Then uh, you take mm-hmm. a command. I I don't know about the commanding. We need to catch up Diz's dumbest dummy picks. I I have like a week's worth of picks that I have no idea how Diz did. So we'll ha- we'll have to get those caught up. But Connor's relying on his guy Nick Mullins to. Uh, no, lead. if I knew he was starting, I would have not ever touched this game. Yep, yep. Well, and then you guys. We, did we talk about what uh, Case Keenum said, was going to say about having Chubb and about him uh, playing on this podcast? He was. He was uh, let me see if I can figure out exactly what he said. Biz, do you know what he said? I do not know what he said. It was something about having a full Chubb in the backfield or something. Am I back? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, 
Can you guys hear me? I lost you guys for like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got you. So if my if... Apple Maps is boning me. Oh. Sorry, I'm stuck in the Whiteland dead zone. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if 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 Case Keenum would have been playing, I would have felt great about the Browns. Uh, but uh, he also got the COVID and was in the protocols, and so now we're stuck with Nick Mullins trying to lead Connor to the promised land, and uh, this is where we're at. Mullins ain't gonna do it, man. Sorry, sorry, Connor. There's a reason we cut him. <laughs> yeah, 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 it is. All right, boys, we're about 30 minutes in this episode. Do we want to talk about the NBA and NHL slate, or do we want to just go on to dumbest dummy bets? Just rattle off the picks. I don't think there's a whole lot to talk about with these games. No. Uh, Sixers versus Celtics. Celtics three-point favorites. I'm going with 76ers in that one, Connor. That was the only game I didn't pick. I don't think it was out there, but I would go with the 76ers as well. I don't like betting on either team, but I think the 76ers had the better ATS in the situation, so I went with them. Um, Rockets, Bulls. Bulls, six-and-a-half-point favorites when I looked at it. I got Rockets plus eight-and-a-half. Okay. I'm surprised. You're usually a Bulls guy through and through. No. No? <laughs> No. It's been a while since I bet on the Bulls at all. They screwed me a couple times. Well, and they they've gone they've gone through a rough COVID patch and they're starting to finally come back up on or come through it, but uh I do like the Rockets as well. Uh Thunder The Rockets beat them last time. Rockets already beat them once. There you go. Uh Thunder versus Grizzlies. Grizzlies eight and a half point favorites when I saw it. Grizzlies have done me some solids. I know. But I'm going with the Thunder plus eight and a half. I know. I that's the exact same thing I did too. I eight and a half just seems like too many points. I I like the Grizzlies, but I don't know that I like them that much. Oh, believe me, there's games with more points than that. Yeah, we're getting to them right here. Uh, <laughs> Jazz eleven and a half point favorites versus the Charlotte Hornets. Went with the Hornets. Oh, I went with the Jazz, but this one I did kind of go back and forth on. It it just depends on what Hornets team shows up. Sometimes the Hornets will show up and put up 130 points, and then other nights they'll show up and put up 80. You don't trust Lamelo? No, no, I don't. Why? The oh. goat. Lavar <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, will uh, speak for him. Yeah, yeah. More more so for himself. Being better than Jordan and all, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep. In a one-on-one, yeah, I'm sure. That all checks out, yep. Uh, Warriors minus 13 points versus the Kings. Uh, what have we said about uh, one of these teams? Fade the Kings. You got it. You didn't bet on the Kings, did you? I No, 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 no. Okay. I, I went with the Warriors, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I want the Warriors as well. They have been scaring me as of late, and they haven't been doing too great a covering, but it's the Kings. Yeah, it's the Kings. Um, and then finally, Clippers, four-and-a-half-point favorites versus the Spurs. I took the Spurs in the points. I took the Clippers. Oh. I wasn't so sure about this one. Spurs screwed me the other day. 
Yeah. It's all about who, who's <laughs> done some good for me lately. <laughs> who's been there for me? <laughs> I, I can respect it. And then the one game in the NHL, we got the Wild versus the uh, Stars. Yes, I took the Stars. Me too. I over five and a half, baby. <laughs> I also took the over five and a half. I thought Woo! there was a chance you might have went with the Wild. The Wild have been pretty good to us of late. Yeah, but, you know. The Stars at home are a good team. Stars are the reason I hit one of my big parlays. They were the last game I was watching, and they were down by one. I needed them to come through for me, and they scored two goals. There you go. Those hit different. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Let's get into the dumbest dummy picks. Uh, so to review from Friday, I, of course, went 0-3 as per usual. Uh, yeah, I no further comments at this time. Uh, Connor, how did your bets do? You have, you have one still it. outstanding. Yeah, one still outstanding. I went 4-3, and three. Uh, one of them being the parlay minus the Jets. That one almost hit. It missed by the Penguins and Sabres over five and a half, which every other night would have been a guarantee. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, almost 2,600 was the value on that. I would have been up big and then waiting on this Football Friday one. Yeah. Yeah, that one just hurts. I missed the uh, Jets. I took the Jets over the Capitals. Somehow the Jets pulled that, or the Capitals pulled that off. Uh, Penguins and Sabres missed the over, and then all the parlay minus the Jets game. Ah, that one burns. Got you deep. I know. Could have been pulling so far ahead. <laughs> Diz, how did your dumb stomach picks do on Friday? I went one and one solely because I took a patty prop. Uh, Aaron Gordon over 14 and a half, cash it. Uh, my NFL ones uh, did not hit, unfortunately. We kind of went through the struggles, but hey, it was a good weekend as a Colts fan. Uh, so one and one, not great, but uh, not horrible either. I think I'm near the top of the best bets, but I also need to do uh, some research. You might have talked about this uh, when I was – AFK for a while, but uh, I need to do some research and figure out what my uh, gambling stats are the past week or so. So, correct. I so, will I will get that to you uh, later tonight. Perfect. So hopefully on Thursday's episode we will have an update for you all. Oh crap! Do we want to do a Wednesday Thursday episode this week since Christmas Eve is Friday, or do we just want to um, do Thursday? I don't know about you guys, but a Christmas Eve pod to me, like during the day, I'm assuming you guys don't have to work. I would actually love a Christmas Eve podcast just because I don't have to work. So we could do it like early in the day. I don't know if that is, I don't know if that fancies anyone. I'm okay. I would not, I would not make that one. So if you guys wanted to do it, absolutely. But I would not be able to make that one. Could you do Wednesday, Thursday? Cause I can do Wednesday, Thursday. I can do those days. Okay. Yeah, let's just do Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. I was like, I'm not leaving my house for the next week, so I'm available. Um, so I know at least in the Dumbest Dummy competition, I am down 0. 0.77 units. 
<laughs> that's about the only update I have for you guys right now. Um, but I'll just go ahead and knock out mine. So I, I took two boosts on FanDuel. Uh, first one's the PMI Super Boost. Nick Chubb to score one-plus touchdowns today at plus 140. We're about halftime, and he hasn't hit that yet, so that's probably a loss. Um, and then I took another boost, which is Dalvin Cook and David Montgomery, each to score a touchdown at plus 350 on FanDuel. And then this last one, I gave myself a, play, a patty player prop. And uh, Donovan Mitchell over 26.5 points at minus 110. He has hit this in eight of his last 10 games, and they're going against Charlotte, who ranks 30th in points allowed and 30th in field goal percentage allowed. So uh, this this one should be a pretty much a guarantee. Just just need to see one go in, Connor. Haven't seen yeah. one go in in like probably five episodes. So we're we're banking on it. Yeah. Connor, go ahead and uh, share your genius with us. All right. So here's what we got for tonight. So we're waiting on that football Friday one to finish. Yep. The uh, Browns to win by one point. Or, well, no, more than one point. I have them at minus one because it's better value. Hopefully it's not a tie. Uh, Well, I'd still have value out of it. It wouldn't be 12, but... No, no, sorry. What I meant is the game itself ties. Oh, not a chance. Then you would be a bit down bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Why would you say that? Sorry. Why would you wish them? Sorry, I sorry, I'm sorry. All right, so I was looking at the uh, the hockey slate, and one of the games got canceled. That was part of a boost. That was gonna be one of my uh, dumbest dummy picks. And I also had a couple games from tomorrow. I think it was gonna be Penguins and Devils. We're gonna take over five and a half. Canceled. Yeah, it looks like that one's canceled. So I'm looking at uh, Eagles and uh, Washington, and I said, no, I can't do that. Mm-mm. And the only other NFL is Seahawks and Rams, and I'm like, that's just as ugly. Don't want to do that. Uh, Football is not my uh, best one. Football has been hurting me whenever I choose it as a dumbest dummy, so I have zero picks for you tonight. Okay, I can respect it. Connor's canceling his dumbest dummy bets to – in honor of the uh, COVID-19 cancellations. Honestly, I'm honestly going to say I respect the move because me and Patty have some high value shit. So he may win tonight by not placing anything. (laughs) Well, that's typically how it's been. Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, I haven't hit a bet in like five episodes. So. All right, Diz, what do you got? All right, so I took this uh, before the game started, obviously, and I have no idea how this game is going. Uh, But I have Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs to both score a touchdown at plus 260. Can we get any updates on that? Yeah, I can, but keep going. Uh, And then I have uh, Dalvin Cook, first touchdown of the game at plus 420. Feeling good about that. There's not a lot of playmakers on that field tonight. I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry, Justin Fields. I, I, I uh, let me let me rephrase that. I jumped the gun. I think the Bears are gonna come out flat. They threw everything at the Packers and they scored points. 
they don't have an identity at all. I think the Bears come out flat and they don't score a lot of points. So I'm riding Dalvin Cook. He's got the best value. Uh, so plus 420, Dalvin Cook, first time touchdown. Very uncharacteristically, I know you guys might be super shocked. I'm taking Vikings Bears under 47. I cannot believe the total is that high. My disc stands are going to riot and I apologize. But I'm taking the under. I, that sounds gross coming out of my mouth, but I'm doing it. Got that at minus 110. What episode is this? Park uh, I, I, it. Uh, oh, God. We need to make that a clip, too. All kinds this of clips coming out of this, this episode. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, God. Diz, are you okay? Did I? Did you get COVID no. through this meat, like through this thing? I don't. Maybe that shows you I'm going through a quarter life crisis. I don't know. I'm in real life. I'm doing great. Uh, just joking around. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm. I. I. It's. I can't even talk. Yeah. No, I don't know what to say. That's fine. I'm feeling it. I'm taking it. If it doesn't hit, I'm never doing it again. It's the. It's the <laughs> once a year under for Diz. It's the once a year under. Create a shirt if it doesn't hit that says Diz took the under 12 20 21 never again. <laughs> so I think to honor what just happened, I feel like we have to take that under as one of our group best bets. <laughs> I mean if even Diz takes an under, probably. And it's it's got to be within the the range, right? I mean, it is within the range. I would not like to speak further on this topic. <laughs> I feel like I'm betraying my fans. Nonsense. Under forty seven at minus one ten. Mark it down. That's all I got. Love it. Thank you for contributing to the group best bets. As a group, by the way, we are up 1.36 units this month. It's got to be highest you've ever been, right? I do not know. I'll have to go and get back to you on that. I feel like we finished November really strong, so we maybe got up a couple of units in November, but uh, we're, we're definitely positive, which is definitely a good thing. Um, any other ideas or thoughts for group best bet? I couldn't even make my own bets, so. <laughs> How we think an over? We think an over in the lone hockey game tonight. Yes, over five and a half. Okay. And then how about over on uh, Donovan Mitchell's points? My Patty's player prop for minus one ten. Sure, send it. Dope. So for those that are trying to follow along, the three group best bets we're going with, under 47 in the Bears-Vikings game, over 5.5 in the Wild Stars game, and then Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz, over 26.5 points. Sweet. All right, boys. Well, that leaves me with my lackluster Hail Mary multi-sport parlay of the day. Any guesses? Connor, you already saw the value, correct? Yes, I did. Diz, do you have a guess? It is nine legs tonight because there's only oh, like shoot. nine games happening. I will say one dollar to win thirteen hundred and five. 
take a K off of that. It's one dollar to win three hundred and nineteen dollars and forty-five cents. I've got in the NBA, I've got six. I got 76ers plus three versus the Celtics, Rockets plus six and a half versus the Bulls, Thunder plus eight and a half versus the Grizzlies, Jazz minus eleven and a half versus the Hornets, Warriors minus thirteen versus Kings, and Spurs plus four and a half versus the Clippers. On the NHL, like Connor, I have the Stars money line versus the Wild. And then finally in the NFL, I've got Browns plus three versus the Raiders. I wanted to ride with Connor on his Browns pick, and uh, mistakes were made, clearly. Um, and then I got Vikings minus six and a half versus the Bears. I think I, I'm, I just want to say I think Vikings minus six and a half against the Bears is the right pick. You know, I just felt a little sus taking that high of points. Yeah, uh, especially with really the- think. Really think the Bears come out flat. I think statistically, they're. Are they? I think they're statistically they're almost eliminated from the playoffs. Everyone wants Nagy gone, and Vikings still kind of have a chance. And I think just the Bears threw too much at the Packers last week. I think they're going to come out flat. So I do agree with the Vikings minus six and a half, but don't have the stones that you do to take it. <laughs> the question for you guys. Raiders are up 10 nothing against the Browns. The over-under is at 29.5 and, and is just about to go into halftime. Would you consider taking the over, needing 19.5 more points? No. You would take the under on that? I probably wouldn't take anything, but if I were to lean one way, I would lean the under. I So this was my original Football Friday under pick of the game, was under 38, I think is what I had it at. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about that, but, uh, I mean, I, how many total yards do the Browns have in the first half? It can't be a lot. I'm not sure. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. I would stay away as well, just because if the Browns can't score with Hunt, or who's the quarterback? I don't even know. Mullins. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. I, I don't know. If the Browns can't score and the Raiders get a lead, I don't think they'll run up the score. So uh, through the first, so half, I guess. Sorry, Diz. I I thought you were done. No, you. Were, I was just gonna say, unless the Browns can score points, I don't, I don't think the Raiders can get there by themselves. And I guess with Nick Mullins, I don't know what we can expect. You don't think Chubb can carry them to the promised land? I hope full Chubb can do it because I got money on him to score a touchdown. Yeah. It looks like half Chubb came out to play. So. <laughs> <laughs> but with with a minute to go in the first half, the Browns have 52 total yards on offense. Oh, Jesus. So. Is there a pick in there somewhere? Nope. There has to be. Mullins, really? Nope. They must not be letting him throw the ball. Mullins is 8 of 10 for 40 yards. Jeez. Let him throw it. What are we doing? So, that's why I would not go with the over necessarily. Okay. But I hope for both of our sakes, Connors, the Browns make it a game in the second half. For both of our sake, but you took the under. Oh, but you needed Chubb to score, right? Well, Chubb to score would be nice, and I have the Browns plus three in the Hail Mary parlay of the day. So, Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, but that Jazz minus 11 and a half. Yeah, well. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> Alright, boys, anything you guys need to get off your chest before we uh, call it a day? Patty, it's been eating away at me ever since I did it at the top of the pod. I'm, I apologize for taking an indirect shot at you for having COVID. That was not my intentions. I, I feel like an ass. Uh, <laughs> I should have I thought about my intro more. Normally, my intros are pretty well thought out, but uh, I, I, I guess I, I wanted to apologize. I know you're kicking COVID's ass. And uh, if I had, if if I could gamble on it, I'm taking you money line against COVID. That's all I have to say. Oh gosh, it, it's it's fine, Diz. I know you didn't have any ill intent behind it, uh, but yes, I did test positive for COVID. Um, I'm actually on week two of it technically, so uh, you know I might be coming out of that COVID cave around Christmas Day, and I'll be stronger and better than ever. Uh, but you can just call me Captain COVID when I start uh, hitting these uh, bets here. Yeah, Patty, aren't you like 8-0 NHL since you've gotten the Coco? Well, then I lost some last night, so <laughs> that disappeared. But, yeah, I, the NHL's been nice lately. I think Connor can agree. The NHL's been pretty nice the past couple nights. Yeah, I've been missing parlays by only like one leg. But since I take them individually as well, it's been a nice bank builder. I think it was uh, Saturday night when I wasn't watching any sports where I missed one game combined between the NBA and NHL. Uh, so close. Devastating. Devastating. Anything else, boys? Uh, I'd like to see hockey come back. This is very, very upsetting. That was my uh, go-to on betting, and I'm just going to lose all my money if I have to bet the NBA. So let's get some hockey back. Or I might have to stop betting until it comes back. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I don't know that it's coming back until after Christmas. Yeah. Highly upsetting. Yeah. Oh, well, it is what it is. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Check us out on YouTube. Search for Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar. Filter by channel. You should see us with the black and yellow logo. You know how to look, find us. You know what it looks like. Um, but hopefully everyone has a nice, safe start to their weekend, at their weekend, to their week. And we will see you all on Wednesday for a special Wednesday episode of Sports Betting by Dummies.